This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us on Make It a Plane, it's a pleasure to have with us Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett from Texas, representing the Dallas area and surrounding. Congresswoman, how are you today? Ooh, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can really say on the, the day after. The day after the, the speaker vote. First of all, as many of the congresswomen went viral uh, two or three weeks ago, raising questions about Republicans and how they were trying to uh, investigate President Biden, among other things. And then right after that, you have the speaker piece. So first of all, what was what was that like? We all watched it from a distance. But what's it like when the House really isn't or can't function? Oh, it was hell. <laughs> I, I think that there are those that think, oh, since you're not working, that this is great. But uh, our schedules are so busy and so packed. Everything is usually piled in in 15 or 13, um, 15 or 30 minute segments. And we live by our schedule. Like we have a paid position specifically for schedulers. And you schedule time with your family. You schedule time in your district. You schedule really everything in your life. And we were literally on call. No idea about our schedules. We were holding flights, not knowing if we could go home, couldn't go home. So it really was. And it's interesting because just today I was talking to some of my other freshman colleagues and they were like, this guy is terrible, but I still feel better than I did feel because at least I know what I'm dealing with. And at least I can go back to actually being able to honor my schedule, because when you cancel on constituents, they don't understand and they feel away. And it it is the worst feeling. And a number of us were actually starting to get a little depressed around here um, because you're not seeing your family. You're not seeing your friends. And you're literally just sitting here like some people would stay at the Capitol. Some people like me, I would go home and have all my phones like on high 
and try to take naps. Like they could call you in and you may not have a 15 minutes notice to get to the Capitol. So you just, you couldn't go anywhere. And you have constituents that are frustrated that are like, hey, what are y'all doing? And I'm like, nothing, but I can't come home. (laughs) So it was rough. Speaking of not having to work though, isn't that part of what the MAGA caucus is about? They really don't want government to function, do they? At at a point I felt they might just not do this at all and and keep everything hemmed up because they really don't want anything to happen. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think that any thriving democracy needs a minimum of two functioning parties, a minimum. And I can't say that there's really any Republican policies that I agree with off the top of my head, but I do think that there is value in having at a minimum a two party functioning system, Democrats and Republicans. What we see is you referenced MAGA. Historically, Republicans have said, hey, we believe in small government. Democrats have said, we believe in bigger government. And now we have MAGA, which believes in no government, right? Like they want to tear it apart. So it's so weird to have people that don't believe that government should exist at all. And they are actually in government. And so when Pete Aguilar, our caucus chairman, was nominating Hakeem for the I don't even know how many nominations Pete has done, but for this last vote. And he said at a point, he said um, something about swearing to protect our country from basically domestic as well as foreign enemies. And there was an emphasis on domestic. And he turns to the right and looks at the Republicans. And I turn to the right. And there's a number of us because... Honestly, we have domestic enemies that are dwelling within the highest house in the country. And it's it is depressing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there was one moment, I believe, when I think it was the last nomination. Right. There have been so many. And he Pete talked about Johnson, the new the nominee, the, the new speaker. And he said something about him. I think he said he was a part of the January 6th. Mm-hmm. And somebody shouted from the other side, that's right. Is it and probably in Aluna? Yeah, that's what it was. They were embracing that. That's that crazy. is true. That is true. He was saying that there's a New York Times article that came out way before all of this. It came out in the midst of those that were trying to push back against the election. And of course, my um attorney general was leading the charge in Texas trying to overturn uh, the election for the entire country. So he was going to be the AG for everybody, uh, even though he has his own felonies that are pending in the state of Texas and definitely should be facing federal charges as well, has been under federal investigation for years, been under state felony indictment for at least seven years. And this is the guy who decided to lead the charge and talk about democracy And they said that the scheme behind trying to figure out how to do this through multiple states, that the architect of that scheme is now the Speaker of the House. And so there are those, and of course he voted against certifying the election. So there are those that are concerned about what will it look like to have someone who is the architect 
and responsible for the certification of the election if the election doesn't go the way that he wants the election to go, which obviously he is a Trump stooge when Trump is sitting in the big house instead of the White House. I'm sure that I don't, I don't know what I'm sure of. But more more importantly is his rise is so problematic to me because he never should be sitting in Congress in the first place. His district is over 30 percent black and over 60 percent urban. I'm sorry, I'm not really sure how he became the elected congressperson, but for people not doing their part in participating in democracy. And so that people can understand, this is a guy who is doing everything that he can to beat back poor folk, Black folk, and all the likes. And that is not his district at all. When you have over a third of your district that's Black and you've got a median income of about 40 something thousand dollars sir the things that you voted against like voting against or or voting for a government shutdown when we know that the people that will be disproportionately impacted by a government shutdown are the lower socioeconomic folk like you haven't been representing your district but people don't know about this guy and people very rarely pay attention to people's voting record but I'm like, how is it that you represent Shreveport? And I know a lot about this area. I still own property in the Arquitex. So I'm like, I'm going to have to go find out what is going on in Shreveport, Louisiana, because this is not the guy that fits the district. And he definitely has to move more to the center if he's actually going to represent his district. So I don't know what he's been doing. But he shouldn't be in Congress and he definitely should not be the Speaker of the House. But this is where we are. So I've got some investigating to do and I may have some recruiting to do on a candidate because I don't know if this is another one of those situations where the people are basically like they're going to do what they want to do or nobody ever runs, not understanding that this is where the power resides. I'm definitely about to do some digging in and see what the deal is. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What you just shared with us is really under the radar. 
Oh, absolutely. Because first of all, most people have never heard of the guy. They're just finding out who he is. Now you're sharing with us. This is Shreveport. And it's he's Shreveport. kind of like this. <clears throat> okay. Shreveport. In my district, it's like 48% African-American. He has a district that's, I want to say it's 34% African-American. And we are night and day. Like we are night and freaking day. So this tells me that not only do they deserve better, but they can have better because there is no way that this should not be straight up just dogfight for a Republican to represent this district. We have frontliners, which are those people that are in tight seats that have way. There is no frontline seat that I can think of that has this many black folk at all. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm about to find out. And Louisiana is acting a fool and they don't want to do their redistricting that they've been ordered to do by, or actually, let me say this, they don't want to do it the right way. So the Louisiana legislature has decided to ignore the Supreme Court as it relates to them adding another black seat, a seat where black folk can have their voice because Louisiana only has one seat like that. And that's the seat that Troy Carter represents. But this seat is close enough. We have, I I know demographics. We have frontline seats that are more rural, less black, and they are democratic. So the, the, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they just not showing up. I don't know if this, he talks about how he has an adopted black son. So I don't know if he's taking his alleged token son around to the black community and being like, I'm down with y'all. And then they're not paying attention to exactly how harmful he is and what it is that he's doing. Now, mind you, we still ain't seen pictures of this child, but it was this child that he used in a hearing to justify why black people don't need nor want reparations in this country. That's what he said. That's what he said. But we haven't seen the child yet. Nobody has seen the child. He only, they have only found pictures of his very Caucasian children. We ain't seen the one black that he said that he adopted named Michael. So Michael, if you out there, but we want to see what you look like. We want to see what you're talking about. <laughs> we know how old he's supposed to be. How old is Michael supposed to be? He should be like in his 20s now, I think. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Okay, so what happens now going forward? We have a speaker now, but are things going to function? The government going to stay open? Anything going to get done or wasn't much getting done anyway. So Correct. Correct. Thank you for bringing up that point. There are those, I, I did some interviews and people are like, so do you regret voting out the last speaker? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And they were like, but the house is closed. I was like, but when the house was open, what was the house doing? The house wasn't doing anything because we were talking about a government shutdown in the first place. They had almost 10 months to get our appropriations bills done and they didn't. So the fact that we were open for business did not mean that we were handling business. Instead, we were doing we were doing stupid stuff like, oh, let's have an impeachment of the president and we ain't got no evidence. That's what we were doing. That is not progress. That is not like working for the American people, the average American person is like, yo, how are y'all going to reduce the cost of my food when I go to the grocery store? And what are y'all doing about these gas prices? And I still can't afford a home. That's what they asking about. They not sitting up there giving you a mandate to go after President Biden grasping at straws. So like we weren't getting anything done anyway, because McCarthy 
regardless of what anybody says, he was beholden to the MAGA crew. He just wasn't officially MAGA. But at the end of the day, if you're doing their bidding, as far as I'm concerned, you are the same as them. And so I, I don't know that we will be productive. I will tell you that this speaker voted against keeping the government open. So I'm like, I'm not really sure. First of all, we will never get through all the bills that we need to get through in two weeks. I just told you that in almost 10 months, they didn't get through them. So we're not going to get through the rest of our appropriations bills in a matter of two weeks, which is about what we have left on the clock. About two and a half weeks is what we have left on the clock before we shut down. So his only option will be to shut this shit down or to do a CR. And I don't see a continuing resolution happening because this guy voted against the continuing resolution. So why would you now be okay? There's rumors that he's talking about a continuing resolution, but I don't know. I will believe it when I see it because it is one of those things that I'm like, if you didn't vote for it, then why would you be the one to actually bring it to the forefront? And the damage is ridiculous that happens. Yes, I know some people are like, we don't really care if government workers ain't getting a check. Fine, whatever. If you if you on that level. But it's bigger than that. Right now, we have service members. And I feel like everybody has had a service member in their family, a friend, even if they're not in the service right now. But we have service members that are literally doing a lot that may not necessarily be talked about right now as it relates to the conflicts that exist in the Middle East as well as everywhere else. Americans sit in privilege and don't have to worry about Hamas-type folk coming across our border 24-7 because we do a lot and our service members do a lot. And I'm saying this not to just say it, but I'm telling you that I spent my six-week quote-unquote recess, and I say quote-unquote because it ain't no recess, and all I did was travel the world. And so I was on some of these bases and I understand what all we're doing. And the idea that you would have somebody be out of this country and not get a check is absolutely, it's ridiculous. While you sit up there concerned about like how expensive your groceries are, imagine doing these very hard jobs to make sure that we can actually live in our own country and live free and you're not getting paid and you're away from your family. Like that is just unacceptable in addition to all of the people that rely on social security and want to make sure that when they make their phone calls that somebody is there to answer or those that are relying on the IRS and still mad because they behind and they ain't got their checks from this year already. Like this stuff is not going to move faster. And ultimately, when the last shutdown was shut down and we actually got back to work, it was actually the air traffic controllers. And most people don't think about air traffic controllers at all. But they were the ones that shut it down. You know why? Because air traffic control controls everything. So when you start talking about the cost of your food, the cost of anything, the cost of goods in general, I know when most people think of a plane, they're thinking about I'm going to go and be outside. But it's more than going and being outside, right? Air traffic controllers control all of the air traffic. And so this is how goods are moved. So we're talking about our supply chain. For any industry that you want to talk about, You've got planes that are moving. you got trains that are moving. you got trucks that are moving. You have boats that are moving. And so if those planes cannot move because we don't have the air traffic controllers, that's a problem. If those businesses that have to have people on planes so that they can do their business if they're not moving, or if those of you that want to be outside can't be outside and y'all mad, y'all know how mad y'all got about Southwest 
in in December when y'all was trying to go see everybody for the holidays. Let me tell you, everybody like air traffic controllers are like the silent like heroes. Like they do a lot. So everyone, regardless of who you are, should care about a government shutdown and understand why it is so important that we don't do it. Very important. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett, always a pleasure to have you and good keep up good, great work, not just representing her district, but as you can see, you all represent all of us. Lord have mercy. And we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.